Good morning. My name is Bob Thomas. I'm one of the pastors here at Stony Brook Church, and yes, I'm still here. But today is my last Sunday. It has been a joy to be a part of this fellowship for a, a long time. I, I want to say on behalf of our preacher of the day and our, our senior pastor, Reverend David Hoffman, we are so glad to have you with us today, and we are glad that, that you have, and we want to welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. We invite you to take a moment now, those in-house, if you'll take your bulletin and get your connection card out, fill out the connection card. It's always helpful to know who's here. If you're worshiping online, the host has put up a link. If you simply follow that link, you can complete your connection card in that way. I do have some important announcements for you this morning. Um, if you have not yet, does anybody know what this means? If I put my thumb up or my finger up like this, do you know what this means? How many have already done this? Oh yeah, we've got that. We've got, we're, we're doing thumbprints or fingerprints for Pastor Claire. There's a, a, a board outside the, the main entrance there. If you'll simply stop by, use the stamp pad and put your name on that. It's a welcome gift for her. Next Sunday will be Pastor Claire's first Sunday with us, and we're so glad to be able to welcome her. And that'll be a, a personal way that we can say welcome to her. There will be receptions after all the services uh, next Sunday morning. Daily Vacation Bible School uh, starts this coming week, and the kids are working on the theme, Let's Make Waves, and that's part of the backdrop and part of the activity. But today, you can be a part of making waves. Mm. They're, they're going to do lemonade stand at the end of worship today, so as you go out and get in your car, they're going to uh, give the children an opportunity to have a mission project for the week of Bible school. They're actually going to give them the kits to make their own little lemonade stand. All the proceeds will go to a kid again, and so this morning as you leave, you can pick up a glass of lemonade and make a contribution to a kid again. This afternoon from 3 to 5 is a little kickoff for our Bible school to be back in the back parking lot. So if your kids are signed up for Bible school, bring them over. Uh, we'll give an, have an activity and get a chance uh, to get started on the Bible school things. So uh, this afternoon from 3 to 5. And it won't be long until 4th of July is here. And Boom at the Brook will be on Friday, July the 1st. Here on our campus, we invite you to come, bring your own comfortable chairs. There's going to be root beer floats, because those are some of the things that our fellowship committee does, and those are free. And there's going to be some food that our ASP uh, team is going to be preparing. And for a contribution, uh, you can get some extra, I think they're doing hot dogs and things like that. So come by uh, for an evening. But the real special treat that I want to remind you about is there'll be a concert that evening by the Big Walnut Big Band under the leadership of Kelly Shellhammer. This is only their second performance. You won't want to miss it. So uh, come and be a part of uh, Boom at the Brook, watch the fireworks, and enjoy the music. And we invite Kristen Frederick to come now as we um, are offering together a prayer for our, the dedication of our Bible school. David? I'm not sure where Kristen is. <laughs> Bob, would you help me with the, with the blessing this morning? Why don't I do that? Absolutely. If you are um, attending or volunteering um, or are providing crafts in any way, just raise your hand. I just want folks to see who is participating. Thank you for uh, being a part of that and for volunteering. 
Let us participate now together in this blessing. Lord, we give you this VBS to you. Let this event be an opportunity to pour into the lives of kids in our congregation and our community. Let your Holy Spirit speak to the hearts of each child, leader, volunteer, parent, and caretaker. Thank you for all the children who will come to VBS. May their hearts be open to hear what it is you would have for them. Let, Let their, their love, love for you grow. Let, Let this be a place in which they feel comfortable, safe, and heard. Let, Let them leave with an understanding of who you are and the love that you have for them. Lord, thank you for the, our volunteers and their willingness to serve. Give them energy, strength, and excitement as they get ready to share your love with all they encounter. We thank you for the lives that will be changed through them. Lord, thank you for where you have placed us and allowed our roots to grow. We pray that our VBS will bring unity throughout the community and be transformed by your goodness and mercy. Don't, Don't let the good news end after VBS ends, but be carried like waves in the ocean throughout our community, our region, and the world. We we'll pause now as Deb Chotkabee's plays for us a prelude on three hymn tunes.
Please stand as you're able for the call to worship. Come, all who are thirsty, says Jesus our Lord. Dip your hands in the stream. Refresh body and soul. Drink from it. Depend on it. For this water will never run dry. This is my Father's world. Let us sing together. I invite those who are participating in the baptism to come forward. Andres, would you bring your family up with you? Thank you. It's so great to have Alma Resendez, who's a part of our Connectional Ministries staff at West Ohio Conference here uh, to provide some translation so Andres' family um, in Mexico can experience the baptism uh, today. Brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Through the sacrament of holy baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. A través del sacramento de bautismo, entramos a, a la iglesia del Señor Cristo Jesús. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation. Nos incorporamos en el asombroso acto de la salvación del Señor. And given new birth through water and the Spirit. Y nos da nuevo nacimiento a través del agua y el Espíritu. All of this is God's gift offered to us without price. I present to you today Andres Lincoln Santos for holy baptism. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you as parents, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness? A través de, de toda la iglesia, yo le pregunto hoy a sus padres si renuncian hoy a la maldad. Reject the evil powers of this world. Renuncian los poderes malignos de este mundo. And repent of your sin. Y se arrepienten de sus pecados. If so, answer, I do. Sí, sí. Sí, sí, por favor, contesten sí. Do you accept the freedom and the power God gives you? Aceptar la, la libertad que el Señor les da. To resist evil. Resistir el mal. Injustice. In oppression, Opresión. in whatever forms they present themselves. En cualquier forma en la que se les presente. If so, answer, I do. Sí, sí, contestar, sí. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior? Confesar que Cristo Jesús es su Salvador. Put your whole trust in his grace. Poner toda su confianza en su gracia. And promise to serve him as your Lord. Y prometer servirles como su Señor in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. En unión junto a la iglesia que está abierta a toda edad, toda raza, y toda etnia. If so, answer, I do. Si es así, por favor, contestar, acepto. Will you, as parents and sponsors, nurture Andres? Ustedes como padres y como tutores. In Christ's holy church. Le darán nutrición a André en la Iglesia de Cristo Jesús. That by your teaching and example he may be guided. Que a través de su ejemplo y lo que le enseñarán lo guiarán. To accept God's grace for himself. Aceptar la gracia de Dios él mismo. To profess his faith openly. A profesar su fe abiertamente. And to lead a Christian life. Y a guiarlo a vivir una vida cristiana. If so, answer, I will. I will. Si es así, contesten sí. Do you, as Christ's body, the church, Ustedes, como la iglesia y el cuerpo de Cristo, reaffirm both your rejection of sin su rechazo al pecado, and your commitment to Christ? Y su compromiso a Cristo. If so, answer, we do. We do. Si es así, contestar, sí. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life? Nos alimentaremos el uno al otro en la vida cristiana. And include Andres and his family now before you in your care. Y incluir a André ahora y a su familia en su cuidado. Let us respond together. With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround Andres with a community of love and forgiveness that he may grow in his service to others. We will pray for him that he may be a true disciple who walks in the way that leads to life. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father. Eterno Padre. When nothing existed but chaos. Cuando nada existía y solo el caos. 
You swept across the dark waters. Tú, te, tú caminaste sobre las oscuras aguas. And brought forth light. Y trajiste luz. In the days of Noah. En los días de Noé. You saved those on the ark through water. Tú salvaste a aquellos en el arca a través del agua. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. Después de la inundación, llegó el arco iris en las nubes. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, cuando viste a tu pueblo de esclavos en Egipto, you led them to freedom through the sea. Los guiaste a la libertad a través del mar. Their children you brought through the Jordan. A sus hijos llevaste a través del Jordán. To the land which you promised. A la tierra que tú prometiste. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus. En su momento trajiste a Jesús. Nurtured in the water of a womb. Que con cuidado creció en las aguas del vientre. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. Fue bautizado por Juan y fue ungido por el Espíritu. He called his disciples. Llamó a sus discípulos. To share in the baptism of his death and resurrection. A compartir el bautismo de su resurrección. And to make disciples of all nations. Y para hacer discípulos de todas las naciones. Pour out your Holy Spirit. Derrama tu Espíritu Santo. To bless this gift of water and para, he who receives it. Para bendecir este regalo de agua y aquel que lo recibe. To wash away his sin. Para lavar sus pecados. And clothe him in righteousness. Y abrigarlo en bendiciones. Throughout his life. A través de su vida. That dying and being raised with Christ, que muriendo y resucitado con Cristo, he may share in Christ's final victory. Él pueda compartir con Jesús la final victoria. All praise to you, eternal God. Toda la gloria es a ti, eterno Dios. To your Son, Jesus Christ. A tu hijo Jesús. Who, with you and the Holy Spirit, quien contigo y el Espíritu Santo, lives and reigns forever. Viven y reinan por siempre. Amen. Amen. Grace, will you help me with the water? Okay. It's, let's, let's see if we can do this. Let me get a hold of the picture. I'm going to get a hold of you. There we go. Here we go. What name is given to your son? Andres. Andres. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we ask that God continue to work in your life, that being born by water and the Spirit, you may continue to be and become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Members of the household of God, Miembros de la casa de Dios, I commend Andres and his family to your love and care. Yo les mando a la familia de Andres y a él a su cuidado. Do all in your power to increase their faith. Hagan todo en su poder para incrementar su fe. Confirm their hope. Confirmen su esperanza. And perfect them in love. Y perfeccionenlos en amor. How will you respond? We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love, as members together with you in the body of Christ and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church. 
we renew our covenant to faithfully participate in the ministries of the Church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Let us welcome Andres and his family. Congratulations, Congratulations. Congratulations. Andres. Thank you for your support and care. The Lord bless you. Oh, well, thank you very much. The Lord bless you, sir. You may be seated. Will you pause with me now as we prepare our hearts for a moment of prayer? Let us pray. Eternal God, on this Father's Day, we remember how Jesus prayed to you as Father, and now we come to you as our Father. We thank you for your fatherly goodness, always more willing to forgive us than we are willing to be forgiven, always generous with mercy, always accepting us for who we are, always calling us to stretch and become all that we can be. As human fathers, we too want to be forgiving, but we confess that we find ourselves at times withholding full forgiveness. We too want to be patient, but we find ourselves short with our kids, unwilling to wait for them to learn and grow. We too want to be accepting and understanding, but find ourselves at times rejecting those we love the most. We pray for every family here this morning, for both father and mother, for the one parent who must be both father and mother, for, for parents who feel like failures or parents who feel guilty. We find it hard to forgive ourselves for not being better communicators or, or better role models or better teachers or better at just nurturing our kids. So keep us growing and becoming, that putting the past behind us from this day forward we will strive to cultivate the very finest in us as parents. Accept our thanksgiving for our fathers, their faith, their love, their time spent with us, their encouragement to us, their, their affirmations of us, their hopes for us, and their humanness. And give us forgiving hearts if our fathers failed or disappointed us. As we consider the world around us, we admit that we are troubled and afraid. Our world is in turmoil, O oh God. Mass shootings are becoming the norm here in the U.S. Rising inflation is, is causing so many to have to make difficult financial choices. The hearings in Congress are revealing just how fragile our democracy is. And the war in Ukraine continues to threaten the lives and freedom of so many Ukrainians as well as the peace in Europe and around the world. We need your guidance, direction, love, and grace, O oh God, as we try to live faithfully and practice justice in a world that is confusing and frightening. And yet this day we feel blessed in so many ways, and we offer our thanks for all the good gifts around us, 
and ask your help as we try to be good and generous stewards. Help us to be careful as we practice our spiritual disciplines so that we keep our attention focused on you. Help us to drink deeply of the living water that Christ offers, which enables us to reach out to our brothers and sisters in love. We ask your healing touch this day to fall on all those who are sick and suffering. Give courage to those who need to make tough choices. Send your light to those who are struggling with the darkness of depression and despair. And equip us as your servants to demonstrate by our words and our actions your love, your forgiveness, your grace, and your holy hope. Send a special blessing on Pastor Clara today as she says goodbye to her congregation in Thurston. That congregation has loved her and she has loved them for the past three years. And give her renewed strength and vision as she comes here to Stony Brook to continue her, her calling as an elder in the United Methodist Church. Bless this day, Pastor David, as he ministers among us and proclaims the truth of the gospel for each heart this morning. We pray these and all of our prayers in the name of him who called you Father. And following our Lord's instruction, we call you Father and pray with one voice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Gloria Adler comes now to sing for us, Open My Eyes That I May See. Now I wait for thee. 
Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my heart, illumine me, Spirit divine. Thank you, Lori. Our scripture lesson today comes from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 37 and 38. This is actually one of the texts for Vacation Bible School. I invite us to hear these words. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Friends, this is the word of God for all God's children. Thanks be to God. Let us now uh, remain seated and sing together in response.
Let us pray. Thou who art over us, thou who art one of us, thou who simply art, give each of us a pure heart that we may see thee, a humble heart that we may hear thee, a heart of love that we may serve thee, and most of all, a heart of faith that we may always abide in thee. This is our hope. This is our prayer this day. Amen. I've always wanted to be a good communicator and a skillful preacher. But before that, however, I know that I must be a good listener. As someone has said, a preacher must listen for six days a week, listening to God and listening to the hopes of, and fears and aspirations of the congregation for the right to speak one day a week. Experience has taught me this, and I have to agree. It's not just about me and what I need to hear on a Sunday morning. Wait a minute. This is the wrong sermon. This is... This is the sermon from two weeks ago. How did this get in there? <laughs> Just kidding. I wanted to see if you were listening. <laughs> For those of you who weren't here two weeks ago, go back and watch the sermon and you'll understand. There was an illustration about a pastor telling the same sermon over and over again. It, <laughs> it, it, was, a, it was Pentecost and the sermon was about listening, so I... Some of, you, some of you are catching on right away. But in this morning's text, today's text, with today's sermon, Jesus is asking us to contemplate the areas in our lives that are thirsty. Jesus asks us to take time and listen to our own bodies and our own spirits. Where are our dried up and brittle places where do we need to be hydrated or rehydrated? Let me name some possibilities for us today. Physically, this is probably the easiest to, to identify with all the, excuse me, <laughs> it's not planned, with all the extreme heat, right, and the weather conditions and the power outages that we've all experienced this past week. Thirsty, right, for, for a glass of water or some nice cold Lemonade. You can pick yours up after worship outside. <laughs> Spiritually, it's not always so visible or evident to others where we are thirsty. Maybe we need to be quenched from the continuing appetite for violence and the division that we witness all around us. Or perhaps we're waiting for a greater truth, something bigger than ourselves to wash over us and calm the conflicting voices and the rhetoric clamoring for our awareness and our attention. And even as we recognize and celebrate Father's Day today, maybe as a father or a parent, we are exhausted trying to provide for and live out our parental responsibilities especially with the reality of the rising living costs and never-ending expectations. We're thirsty and we just need some relief. Or maybe we are thirsting for acceptance and someone to love us. Maybe we are thirsting for the freedom from guilt that has prevented us and preoccupied us from experiencing life in all of its fullness. 
Maybe we are worn out by grief and have shed so many tears that we have nothing left. Or perhaps we find ourselves amid life transitions or anticipating transitions and just need a break or a day off relaxing by the pool or the ocean or the beach. I hope that I've identified a possibility that is relevant to you, places where you are thirsty this morning. Please let me know if I've missed something. You see, being human, we we find ourselves always thirsting for something, and it's usually for something more than we have, meaning or money, knowledge, intimacy, possessions, fame, and power. Being human, we always want to be someone more than who we are right now. And sometimes this thirst is not even within our own control. Sometimes we have ignored or lived with this thirst for so long that we have come to believe that can never, ever be quenched. Where are you experiencing thirst this morning? Jesus says, let anyone, anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. And the scripture said that out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. And what exactly is this living water of which Jesus speaks? It's a question that I've been wrestling with all week. Will this water really quench our thirst? Can this living water be measured or quantified or even touched? Is it it tangible? Will this water finally satisfy that for which we are longing? Will this living water meet and exceed our expectations? This living water sounds so different from what we might expect and experience. And this living water is not static, it's dynamic. The word living is even in its title. And often we can can only understand and explain this living water to the extent that we too have experienced life. Sometimes we must rely upon the witness and the guidance of others to show us the way. And this water is only as dynamic as we have experienced the life, love, and acceptance that this water represents. Our own language and experience can limit us. But don't we always find ourselves expecting less than what God can provide? We ask God to quench our thirst and meet our hunger, as essential and faithful as that is. But we often stop right there. God always wants to satisfy something much more significant in our lives beyond what we can expect or imagine. And sometimes the expectations we have of ourselves and what God can provide, even what God is capable of doing through us, is so very limited. This mystery of the presence of the Holy Spirit is so, so complex Bob so eloquently preached on it last week and described that to us. Go back and listen to that sermon if you didn't, weren't here last week as well. But in this morning's text, that living water too is described as the Holy Spirit in our lives, which had not yet come and which Jesus was promising to his disciples. And we are now in a post-Pentecost season. The Spirit is with us. So how do we tap into this 
living water? How do we dip our toes into this living water? Now, part of the answer is that we have to risk getting wet. And it's not that we haven't tried. We try our best, but we, we often miss the mark. We try to be and become more pious and, and religious. We believe that we can earn this living water by attending church more often. We increase our generosity, our time, our talent, our resources, in hopes that a little bit more water will be directed our way. We make deals with God and modify our own behavior in hopes of being good enough to have our needs addressed by God. However, this living water, this living water that Jesus offers does not require a transaction. Do this and you will receive this. This living water does not check our credentials, our attendance, or our giving records, as, poor, as important as those are. <laughs> but this living water does not care who we are or where we come from. Jesus says that thirsty people, everyone, are welcome and can drink of this water. And yet, we want to harness, we want to control, we want to put parameters around this living water. We want to contain it, create rules and guidelines for when or how, to whom, and through whom this living water will be distributed. And most of the time, these rules and, and these guidelines apply much more to others than they do to us. Do as I say, not as I do, right? Or even, pastor, practice what you preach. Now, I get it, pastors are just as, if not more responsible for acting as if they are above and beyond the rules and guidelines that we create. As much as we want to have this all figured out and reined in, God is always the source of this living water, not us. We don't own this living water. We don't control the spigot. Now, I shared with a Bible study on Wednesday about an overnight stay I once had with a group of youth on a return journey from a mission experience. We stayed at the Stockport Mill Inn in Stockport, Ohio. Has anyone ever stayed there? I, I know you have, Melissa. <laughs> Check it out, though. It's a lovely place. It's an old mill that has been refurbished into a hotel, and the old mill was built directly on the Muskingum River to harness the river's energy. And from the vantage point of our balconies at the inn, we could see, hear, and feel the mighty rush of the water. It was awesome being so close to the river. And I'll never forget, later that evening, one of the youth asked me, in all seriousness, what time they would shut off the water. <laughs> it was a living water, a flowing river that never, ever gets shut off. But in sharing my story with a Bible study, it's an ornery group, our discussion led to the discovery that my analogy breaks down because I didn't know this, but in 1969, the Niagara River's American Falls were turned off. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that. I found something out. 
They turned it off so the engineers could study the effects of the rock falls on the flow of water. Who knew? You never know what you might learn in Bible study. But to experience this living water, we need to place our lives in a position to receive it. Through worship, study, service, accountable relationships, we learn how and have opportunities to wade into this living water. Through God's gift of the church, we grow to understand that we are never, ever alone and that we've been given the companionship of the Spirit and one another to journey with us. We learn how to live out our vows that were made at our baptism, both as individuals, as the church, as a congregation. We learn all about this living water. We have many opportunities here at Stony Brook to experience this living water. Just think about the next several months here, for instance. The intentional acts of discipleship like Vacation Bible School and the ministry of our small groups, the risk-taking service like ASP or, or serving summer lunch and the other mission experiences, the caring and connecting with others and the work of our Stephen ministers. All of these opportunities make a difference in the lives of others and encourage us to dip our toes into this living water. You see, the only expectation, the only expectation Jesus placed on receiving this living water was identifying thirst. And if we are honest, everyone has these dried up, depleted, parched, and thirsty places in our lives, areas where God's love and grace, hope and peace can make a difference. Won't you drink of this living water and trust that in, in God's goodness, that God will care for us and that God will provide. But the text is not over. Something miraculously happens at the end of this morning's text. It's a miracle. Out of these thirsty and dried up places flows rivers of living water. What was once dry and barren is now full of life. As the psalmist reminds us, the cup overflows, or they are like trees planted by streams of living water, which yield fruit in its season. And when we drink, when we drink of this living water, we can't help but respond by sharing that living water. It overflows from us giving others the same opportunity to identify, receive, and share that life-giving water with others. Friends, this is what it means to be tapped into bringing God's kingdom here on earth. May it be so in your life. May it be so in my life as well. Thanks be to God. Amen. Because of your ongoing generosity, Stony Brook is a source of living water for the community and the world. This coming week, the children will come and dip their toes and splash in the living water of Jesus as they learn the Bible stories, as they feel God's love in their hearts. 
Thank you for your ongoing generosity. The ushers come now to receive morning tithes and offerings. We are grateful we can return to you a tangible expression of our thanks through our tithes and offerings. We dedicate our very lives, our gifts, and all that we have to the work of Stony Brook Church to spread the love, unity, and peace that only Christ can give. 
Receive our gifts and continue to refresh us with the living water of Christ's love. Amen. Please remain standing as we sing together, Faith of Our Fathers. may be seated and I invite Sandy Warner, uh, chair of our staff parish relations committee to come forward uh, for a few words. Bob? <laughs> it's heavy, isn't it? Should we put these? Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is this? Uh-oh. Uh, oh. uh, you have hair? Actually, that hurts. Okay, this being your last Sunday, we want to thank God and the bishop for sending you to us nine years ago. 
You have helped us in so many ways. You have tended to us personally with our individual crises along with our collective Stony Brook issues. You have led us through multiple pastoral changes and through difficult times of the pandemic. You have been a light in all of our lives through your leadership, steadfast love, hundreds of sermons, <laughs> personal chats, and of course, your Facebook posts. You have shown us and you have made us better people. You have shown us to, to you have shown us God's love through your everyday life. With this basket of things we're sure you can use in your retirement. There's a... <laughs> there's a Bengay. Oh, Bengay. There's, there's a magnifying glass. <laughs> Memory mints. Oh, 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 I'm going to take one of those right now. You're Old Only Once by Dr. Seuss. Oh, good. Lots a, a of things. A book for obsolete children. Yeah. Okay. Lots of <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, we wish you and Mary Beth all the best in your retirement. Thank you. And we want to invite you back to Stony Brook anytime. surpasses all of our understanding. Keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit be among us this day and be with us on our journey wherever we go. Thanks be to God. Amen.